Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter number 11, where the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And on the last podcast, we talked about the definition of faith. The definition of faith it is substance, it substantiates, and it sees. But the Bible goes on to say in verse 2, for, it by, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I want to talk to you today about the dynamic of faith, the dynamic of faith. And when I say the word dynamic, what I'm speaking of is what faith has the power to do. What is faith able to do? What is faith, what can it do? Why is faith necessary? And faith is necessary in our life for a few different reasons, but I want to give you three of why faith is necessary. The dynamic of faith, and it's right here in the passage. See, Oswald Chambers is a great writer. He wrote this. He said, faith never knows where it is being led but it loves and knows the one who is leading. Oh, isn't that good? Faith never knows where it's being led, but it loves the one and knows the one who's leading. So therefore, faith believes and trusts. So what can faith do for me? What's the dynamic of faith? What is its ability? Why is it necessary? Number one, faith is necessary because of spiritual wisdom. The dynamic of spiritual wisdom. In verse 3, The writer said, through faith, we understand. Through faith, we understand. By faith. That's why it's necessary. Because faith has the dynamic of helping you understand. Now, there's things you can only know by faith. I mean, how do we know that the world came into being the way it did? Faith. Verse 3, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. And so, plain English... It means this, that God can't be argued and God can't be explained. Now, when you argue with someone that's an agnostic or an atheist, um, you're not going to be able to prove that God exists. You just can't. You have to accept the fact of God by faith. God has to be accepted by faith. That's why he said in verse 6, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Have you ever thought about the fact there's no philosophical argument for God in the Bible? I mean, you go in the Bible, there's no, there's no argument of philosophy in the Bible. I've studied philosophy, studied philosophical reasons for God, um, heard the reasoning for the existence of God. You can look up apologetics and and uh, you can look up philosophical arguments for God. And I mean, there's big words, big words. I mean, that'll make your head spin like ontological, uh, epistemological, uh, big words about God. Uh, and though 
the Bible doesn't give a, a philosophical argument for God. The Bible doesn't go through an exercise like that. It just starts out this way in Genesis 1, in the beginning with God. In the beginning, God. And that's how it starts, in the beginning, God. It did not say, all right, we're going to lay a groundwork to prove the existence of God, and we're going to give you this reasoning of why there's, you know, it just, it just, it just says he's there. And so faith from the very first verse of the Bible is necessary so you can understand. The Bible just starts out, in the beginning, God. That's just the way it starts. And I accept that God exists by faith. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the hand of God and things were made out of things that were not seen. Do you know what that means? It means the visible is made out of the invisible. Now, the non-believer, the humanist, the skeptic, the atheist, they'll say things like, yeah, you bunch of soft-headed Christians, you just accept by faith that there's a God. And I say exactly right, absolutely right. And then they'll say something like this, you can't prove there's a God. And you answer, you're exactly right. You're absolutely right. I can't prove it. I just accept it by faith. But then turn it around and say, you accept by faith that there is no God. Prove that there is no God. And they'll say, well, I can't prove that there is no God. So what they're saying is they have faith just like you have faith. The atheist is a believer just like I am a believer. I believe in God. They believe there is no God. But both are believers. Both are putting their faith into something. There's no, and I know that, I hope that doesn't shake you today uh, and, and, and cause a problem because uh, the just shall live by faith. There's, listen what I'm going to say. There is no way to prove that there is a God. There is no way to disprove that there is a God. Science, science can't prove or disprove God. To go into a laboratory and try to find God would be like going and taking a piano apart to make a song. It doesn't work. It's something you have to accept by faith. The dynamic of faith is it helps us understand. Faith's not a matter of your mind. It is a matter of your heart. To one that has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. I'm going to say that again. To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. We know things by faith that there's no way we could learn any other way. That doesn't mean that we crucify logic. That doesn't mean that, you know, uh, there are people say, oh, y'all are just illogical. But no, faith goes beyond logic. Um, but it's not antithetical to logic. It's not contrary to logic. It's not, uh, it doesn't destroy logic. It just goes beyond logic. And so faith is necessary for spiritual wisdom. The second truth is this. Faith is the dynamic of spiritual worship. The Bible says without faith, in verse 6, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. Doesn't matter what else you do. No matter how well you sing. No matter how faithfully you attend church, no matter how much money you give in the offering, no matter how circumspectly you walk, no matter how much you praise God, 
You don't please God until you have faith. I'm going to make a statement right here. God would rather have you believe in him than have you praise him. A lot of people think that worship is the highest good, but I don't believe that. I believe faith is the highest good. Because no matter what a person may say about me, if I'm not believable, if I don't have integrity, if I don't have character, if you can't believe that I say what I mean and mean what I say, then that that's the ultimate slap in the face. I mean, of a person. If I tell you I'm telling you the truth and you don't believe me, you've done the worst thing you could possibly do to me and my character. And the Bible says, he that believeth not God hath made him a liar. And so I don't believe there's a greater thing that you can do to give God honor and give God glory than to just simply believe him. It's the highest good. It's the dynamic of spiritual worship. See, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. You can't please God by dis. Uh, you can't please God by disbelieving Him. And if you please God, it doesn't matter who you displease. And if you displease God, it don't matter who you please. Uh, uh, did you hear that? If you displease God, it doesn't matter who else you please. And if you please God, it doesn't matter who else you displease. The way to please God above all things is to simply believe Him. It's the dynamic of spiritual worship. It's the dynamic of spiritual wisdom. But I want to show you this third thing. The dynamic, what faith can do, why faith is necessary is because it is the, the, the dynamic of spiritual wealth. Now take your billfold. Set it aside. Take your pocketbook. Set it aside. I'm not talking about anything carnal. The wealth that I'm talking about, the dynamic of faith about spiritual wealth is in verse 6. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, I don't know what you get from God. I don't know how God blesses you. I don't know how much God uses you. But I can tell you the measure of it. It's faith. It's faith. Anything God has done in your life, blessed you with, used you with, it has all come through faith. It's the measure of it. Matthew chapter 9, Jesus touched uh, some eyes. And he said these words, according to your faith, be it unto you. It's so important to understand this, that Faith is the spiritual wealth. It's the, the medium of exchange uh, in the kingdom of heaven. Now, if you uh, go up to Walmart today, or if you're listening somewhere else that doesn't have Walmart, you've got a grocery store, some type of place where you go buy goods, and you want something. You reach down in your billfold, and you take out a credit card, or you take out a check, or you take out some money, and you pay for it, because there has to be a medium of exchange. That dollar bill, not anymore. You need a $20 bill to get anything anymore. But that, that $20 bill is a medium of exchange. It is what you give in order to get. In the kingdom of heaven, faith is the medium of exchange. 
what we get from God, what God does for us, what God does through us is a result of what we believe God for. And your spiritual life is never going to be greater than your faith. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It's the dynamic of spiritual uh, wealth. Now, there's an implication there that you got to seek him by faith. And the dynamic of faith, the power of faith, is that it's necessary for wisdom, it's necessary for worship, and it's necessary for wealth, and all three of those spiritually speaking. Faith is necessary. Boy, how we need to ask God, increase our faith. If we would increase our faith, we would increase our wisdom. If we would increase our faith, it would increase our worship. If we would increase our faith, it would increase our wealth. And I'm not talking about dollars and cents. I'm talking about spiritual blessings. It would increase our wealth, spiritually speaking. Today, this world needs us to go out and live by faith. The life of living by faith, being a light, being salt. Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth, you're the light of the world, and this world is dirty and it's dark and it needs somebody to purify it and illuminate it. And Jesus left us here for that purpose. We need to go out and make a difference in the world today by faith. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you just make up your mind, determine in your mind, set it in your mind. I am getting up tomorrow morning. I'm going to pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to go out and live a life by faith, enjoy spiritual wisdom, enjoy spiritual worship, enjoy spiritual wealth and blessings, and I'm going to make a difference in this world. The dynamic of faith. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.